0: good afternoon everybody uneducated economist here recently i had somebody tell me they really like my economic videos because i sound so different from everybody else out there they say that everybody kind of rehashes the same information and sort of gives it out there in the same way talking about similar ideas and what's going on out there and when they watch my channel i come up with ideas and opinions and stuff that is really far out of the box and different from a lot of other people out there. And that would make a lot of sense because I'm not watching the other YouTubers out there. <clears throat> as much as I enjoy their information and as much as I feel that they're like a lot of them are my friends, I'm really am trying to come up with my own ideas, my own opinions, my own theories on what's taking place here. And when I have people telling me, "Man, you sound so different from everybody else," that's exactly what I was looking for. And now, when I come up with my theories, I've come up with these ideas from studying the Federal Reserve and studying what I feel is the issues that I am closest to, mainly looking at commodities like lumber and studying supply chains. And from what I have experienced from the retail side of things and working the industry, knowing a lot of people who are working the forestry products such as logging, mills, trucking even just wholesales retail sales like all the stuff that gives me this insight into the supply chain really gave me a perspective that was very different from everybody else especially when I was calling out things that just seemed so wrong like a lot of people told me that I was so incorrect on a lot of ideas mainly my biggest one was when lumber hit 1700 per thousand and everybody was screaming inflation I said no this is not inflation. This is a supply chain breakdown and an inventory shortage. That's what's taking place right now. And you're going to find that lumber is going to go back down to its normal price and may even fall below that. And that's exactly what we are seeing right now. I mean, I think I was looking at lumber at 350 per thousand. I mean, think about it. It was at 1700 per thousand at one point. And now it's at 350 Look at some of the other things that are going on that I made suggestions about. I said, this overwhelming consumer demand that we had experienced during the pandemic was completely fraudulent. It was fake. It didn't exist. It was not real. Now, I'm not saying that people didn't go out there and demand the stuff. What I'm saying is is that a severing of the supply chain and a handing over of a stimulus check is a one-time event that caused the inventory depletion to a level that created a demand unlike anything that anybody had ever seen, but it wasn't real. Right? That wasn't a real demand. I mean, a real demand comes from an economy that has people working and then looking to spend their money on things. Not from stimulus checks and a severing of the supply chain. Those two things really screwed it all up. Now, really what ended up happening is is that overwhelming consumer demand, right, that really didn't exist, even though the news was blasting it out there for everybody to hear, got the manufacturers out there to try and ramp up production to fill that overwhelming consumer demand. Now, as the stuff started moving to the United States, we saw that supply breakdown of the distribution network, right? Where there wasn't enough truckers, they were going to hire the national the national guard for a national emergency to 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 move all these containers around the country. Remember all these stories that were coming out. Now, think about the investment that went into trucking at the time. The repercussions from that are now hitting us, right? You look and see that there is going to be plenty of trucking companies who are going to be going broke. The freight is tanking right now. Freight costs are absolutely tanking right now. These were the input costs. I mean, think about it. Oil right now is 50% of its all-time highs. These were the input costs going into manufacturing and production, and they ramped that all up when it was at a high price, and now you see it all collapsing because that overwhelming consumer demand wasn't real, right? Now all this stuff is here and people don't want to buy it, right? They're going into recession, they're worried about like, you know, things to come in the future and they're not necessarily worried about buying a new TV, right? They're worried about whether or not they're going to be able to buy food or energy going into the future. And so now what we see is we find that the Overwhelming consumer demand has forced a bunch of stuff into this country that now has to be warehoused, right? Now, also on top of that, when you think about the overstocking of warehouses, because now that all space is all filled up, at some point, all that stuff is gonna leave, right? That stuff is gonna eventually leave the warehouse, and those warehouses are not gonna be replenished, and now these warehouses will go bankrupt. That's another prediction I'm going into the future. But at this point, all that stuff still has high input costs going into it. So in order to get your profit out of it, you're going to have to sell it for a higher price. This is going to cause the inflation to be sticky for some time. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now, think about the production. Like, all this production that was taking place, like overseas and so far away and the distribution network broke down and so now we gotta move all this production closer to home. Well that's what's happening. But the whole plan of doing it is actually gonna backfire on backfire on them because producing closer to the United States and places like Mexico is not any cheaper. In fact it is cheaper to go to Vietnam or go to other places in Asia, India. Right? And eventually, the distribution network will become more efficient. And just-in-time delivery is far better than warehousing. And all these warehouses will collapse. And the manufacturers who have moved closer to the United States will find production costs too high. They won't be able to compete with the foreign production. Right, And now, all this stuff. Like, everything that I have talked about, it's all coming to fruition. I mean, look at China. China right now is struggling with their manufacturing. Sure, they're the manufacturing powerhouse of the world right now. And they are going to continue with that for a while. But they're not going to succeed as being a continual manufacturer of the world. That manufacturing base is now finding its way other places. And once it does, you're going to find China is going to be very hurt. You know, going to be in a hurt position from this, right? That it's gonna hurt them to to have this manufacturing base leave China. And they're gonna figure out a way to try and get the new money to come in. And this is really where things start to get scary. I mean, look at all the articles I leave down in the description. I mean, it's all it's all starting to play out. It's all starting to play out in a way that really if you follow Cantillon in his essay, And you think about the new money coming in and how that new money drives people into luxuries. And that luxuries is eventually what causes foreign imports to come in and drives out all the domestic manufacturing. And eventually when the new money stops coming in, everybody collapses into poverty. Look through history. Think about everything that has ever happened in a society that caused it to rise and then what caused it to really fall. I mean... Even if you look at the Roman Empire, how were they getting the new money in? They were conquering the world, they were traveling around taking, taking people's stuff from everyone, right? And that's really how the new money was coming into them. When you think about the United States, when it came to like the new money coming in for us, it was manufacturing of all the stuff that people were buying. Remember, manufacturing in the United States was like the highest quality in the world and everybody loved it, right? But eventually, the dive into luxuries from a higher standard of living got more foreign import, more foreign production to come into the United States and we had to start selling our debt, US treasuries. And as we started selling more and more debt, that's how we were getting the money in until eventually we drove out most of the domestic manufacturing. This is the, I mean, I know I kind of repeated myself on that, but this is like, just think about the, the way the whole thing goes down and what's occurring right now. Think of, this is another one, when shipping, was as expensive as it was, right? And the demand for shipping uh, containers from Asia to the United States, from China to, to the United States, and there wasn't enough ships, the demand for boats, those not boats, ships, right? The freighters, those are increasing. We're gonna find a bunch of new freighters hitting the market this year and again next year, and you're gonna find a complete collapse of the freight market coming next year when it, I mean, already it's starting to collapse. And then the competition, once these new ones are completed and come online, it's going to be quite intense. We're going to find all the things that were complete nightmare during the pandemic and the lockdowns and the distribution breakdown and all that other stuff are going to be completely opposite. And people are going to, like right now I have on the phone, I work at a retail lumber yard every day, more than twice a day for myself and I know the other salesmen are getting it too. We have trucking brokers calling us looking to haul freight. They have empty space that they need filled and they are looking for it anywhere they can and they call us several times a day looking for space or looking for us to or looking to hire them to haul things around and we have to explain to them we have our own fleet of trucks and the vendors deliver to us and all that. So, wow. Okay, I really rambled on that one. Lots of coffee. An educated economist, do you let me know?